Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all are doing well. I am back today with another episode for you, and this episode is another astrological update because... Oh my gosh, guys, we have some great energy coming in, okay? So I'm really excited about this. Mercury retrograde is now over. Of course, we have the post-shadow to deal with, but I'm honestly not too concerned about that at this moment because tomorrow on the 16th, Jupiter is entering the sign of Taurus so exciting and on the 19th we have a new moon in the sign of Taurus. This is such beautiful abundant energy to work with and so I'm in today's episode I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about it, how to really focus your energy when it comes to these transits and all that good stuff and then also I'm going to be breaking down what you need to know when it comes to these transits according to your rising sign. Now remember, I am talking about your rising sign, not your sun sign. Your rising sign, sometimes it's the same as your sun sign, but other times it's not the same. So if you don't know what your rising sign is, you can figure that out by pulling up your natal chart. You can get your natal chart for free over on astro.com, A-S-T-R-O.com. You will need your exact time of birth in order to have an accurate rising sign. Exact time of birth, exact uh, location, not exact location technically, but like city and state, for example, and your birth date, of course, to get that accurate rising sign for you or also known as your ascendant sign, okay? So all this Taurus energy, oh my gosh, we are about to have so many planets in the sign of Taurus. We're about to have the sun, the moon, Jupiter, Uranus, Mercury in the sign of Taurus as well as the north node. So this is time to really ground your energy, ground your creative ideas, ground your goals, especially work on your financial budget, to work on changing your money mindset, to welcome in a new financial reality, all of that good stuff, and really finding security within yourself. And this is a great time to really do things that allow you to connect with your senses, your sensual side, to allow you to work on long-term practical goals, and also great energy for connecting with your sensuality, essentially really embracing your your sensual side, okay? So I'm going to dive more into that, but first off, let's talk about Taurus and what Taurus energy really represents. Taurus energy really represents stability, security. Taurus rules the second house of finances, possessions, and values. So a lot of the energy astrologically is being focused on looking at our finances, increasing our finances, looking at what we value, kind of reframing our mindset if we have limiting beliefs that are holding us back, focusing on what areas of our life we struggle with the most when it comes to feeling stable, feeling secure, whether that be 
in your career or in your finances or in your relationships with other people, in your home life, right? And this will really depend on where Taurus is in your natal chart, whatever house Taurus rules for you personally, that is going to be the area of your life that is getting the most attention right now because of all of these planets in the North Node being in the sign of Taurus. So I kind of put together a little bit of some reflection questions to kind of help you figure out where you need to improve. One thing that I think is really important right now to do with this energy is to reflect on where you're needing to build more security and stability right now. So what areas in your life do you feel like are lacking security, are lacking stability? Maybe it's finding stability and security within yourself, right? Maybe, you know, if you find yourself easily being envious or jealous or triggered of those around you who are receiving things that you're not receiving, this is something that I've personally been dealing with currently, so I know that I need to work on finding security within myself to be at peace with my timeline, my journey. And the thing is, is with Taurus energy, It is a slow moving energy, right? It's long term, it's stability. Hard work pays off, persistence, dependable, being loyal to your goals and to your journey and not giving up on them when you're not seeing those big results right away. So really finding peace with the timeline of your journey and trying not to force things or give up when things aren't moving at the speed that you really want them to be moving at, I find is gonna be really important right now. And to just keep working on building that solid foundation regardless of any of the forward progress or or momentum that may be lacking at this time. But with Jupiter being in the sign of Taurus, Jupiter, it expands, it blesses, It brings in lucky opportunities. So although Taurus is a slower moving, long term kind of energy with Jupiter being in the sign of Taurus, you can expect that area of your life, whatever is ruled by Taurus in your natal chart, that area of your life is going to expand. It's about to receive some blessings. It's about to receive opportunity and luck and expansion, okay? And now, of course, it's going to be different for everybody because it really depends on your full needle chart. And I offer personal transit readings if you want very specific detail to your chart specifically um, when it comes to the energy that you're working with currently. But with that being said, regardless, Jupiter here is really going to help bring in the changes that you're looking for, especially with Uranus also being here. Uranus is the planet of change, like unexpected change, uh, breakthrough, innovation. You know, sometimes, yeah, it can be hectic and chaotic, but with Jupiter also coming in, I find that it's going to be a really beautiful energy. So some of you may be finding out there's some unexpected changes happening in your life. And you know, that could feel scary, but it could also feel like a freaking blessing, right? So it really all depends here. But ultimately, what's really important is working on finding security in your life again, working on building solid foundations, whether that's in your job or whether that's in your relationships or whether that's just in the relationship that you have with yourself, right? Or the relationship that you have with family and friends and your home life. So what are some ways that you can find security within? Well, 
first, you really have to let go of comparison because comparison is going to essentially amplify your lack mindset. And with this Taurus energy right now and Jupiter being in Taurus, we really want to amplify our abundant mindset. So we don't want to focus on what it is we're lacking. We want to be focusing on what we do have and being grateful for what we do have. And so when we're comparing ourselves to other people, oftentimes that leads us to noticing what other people have that we don't have right? And then we get really frustrated and we get envious and we get jealous. So there's this need to really let go of comparing yourself right now to other people and really working on being grateful for what it is you do have in this moment. And I know that's really hard when you really want something. I mean, I've talked about this on my last podcast episode where I have been struggling with infertility and really wanting to be a mom and seeing that reflected all around me, other people becoming moms and me still not being able to be a mom yet. And it's been a freaking struggle. And it's been this mindset that I've been having to really continuously work on transforming and being at peace with my journey, my timeline, and the divine timing of everything. And I also talked about how that can also be scary because with the infertility journey, there is no definite right? There's no, like, you will definitely conceive by this day or, you know, you'll definitely be able to conceive. I don't even have a definite answer if I'll even be able to conceive or not. So it's really working through those fears of the unknown and just trusting in divine timing and trusting in your timeline and realizing that your journey is so unique to you and no one person is going to have the same timeline as the next person. So comparing yourself really does not do you any favors. It really actually just reflects back to you that lack mentality and you're gonna continue to see and notice what you are lacking in your life, which is not helping you get closer to your goals at all. (laughs) It's not productive energy. So you really have to let go of comparing yourself. That is step number one. Now, step number two, this is really all about building trust within yourself. And how do you do that? Well, number one, you want to try to, you know, keep the promises that you make to yourself. So if you tell yourself that you're going to get up and you're going to go to the gym, Well, you have to follow through on that commitment to yourself. Otherwise, you're not building trust with yourself and you're just gonna continuously tell yourself that like, I say I'm gonna do something, but then I don't follow through. So what's the point in even trying anyway? So this can be tricky because I also think that you need to give yourself grace and really check in with yourself. Like if you truly do not feel like you can show up and do what you told yourself you were going to do, don't shame or guilt yourself for that. And there's also ways to kind of work with this, right? For example, if you do make this commitment to yourself that you're going to go to the gym twice a week and then you wake up and you're like, damn, I really just don't feel like working out today. My body's really tired. I'm really sore. I don't feel good. Well, guess what? That's okay. And you don't have to work out. But to kind of somewhat keep that promise to yourself, even if you get yourself dressed in the car and to the gym and you chill in the gym parking lot, at least that is a little bit of effort showing yourself that you're trying. You don't have to go in, you don't have to work out, but get yourself to that parking lot at the gym. That right there in itself is somewhat tricking your mind into thinking that you're still showing up for yourself the way that you've told yourself that you're gonna show up for yourself. Well also maintaining boundaries with yourself so that you're not pushing yourself too hard when your body is exhausted. 
And who knows? I even find sometimes this tip, by the time you get there, you may even be like, oh, you know what? I'm actually just gonna go in. Now that I'm here, I'm just gonna go in. Let's give it a try. Maybe I don't have to do the full like one hour, the full 30 minutes, whatever it may be. Maybe I'll do like half the time, but at least you're trying to keep that promise to yourself. And then the next part of this would be to stop seeking external validation because that in itself breaks trust with yourself. Because let's say you wanna start like a new business and then you ask your family members for their input on this new business and they tell you that it's a terrible idea. Well, now you're kind of in this place where you're second guessing yourself, you're questioning your thoughts, you're questioning if your idea was worth it to begin with. And that in itself affects the self-trust that you have. So the key here is to really validate yourself, validate your decisions and stop seeking out external opinions, external validation, because at the end of the day, this is your life. So you should be able to make the calls and decisions for how you want to live it. If you feel beautiful one day, then freaking embrace that beauty that you feel instead of trying to seek other people to tell you how beautiful you look. That builds the self-trust. That tells yourself that you trust in your feelings, you trust in your thoughts, you trust in yourself, and you don't need somebody else to tell you how to think, how to feel, or what to do. And then the third piece of this is self-compassion, really being compassionate with yourself and being mindful of the inner dialogue, being mindful of how you talk to yourself and about yourself and about what it is you love to do and how you talk about your job. Like, let's say you have a job that you really love, but at the same time, it's not like a normal average job. So you kind of downplay it a little bit. Well, no, talk your job up. If you are like self-employed, you're working for yourself, you love what you do, talk it up. Say, yeah, I work for myself. I love it. I do this. I do X, Y, and Z. It's a great job. I have so much fun with it. Like, don't feel ashamed or embarrassed for what you do for your job. Don't feel ashamed or embarrassed for who you are as a person, what your interests are, what your hobbies are. It's time to find more security in who you are, in what you do, in how you show up in the world. And then if you find yourself kind of talking to yourself in a negative way, start questioning that. If you tell yourself you look ugly right now, ask yourself, wow, where did this thought come from? Because this thought is not mine, right? Like we don't just grow up believing that we're ugly. Like we're not born thinking that we're ugly. This is something that we learn. And we learn through the external noise, the external opinions, whether it's someone telling us we're ugly, whether it's comparing ourselves to other people who are quote unquote society's traditional way or norm of beautiful or of beauty, right? The standard of beauty, whatever it is. There's external factors that are contributing to the way that you're speaking to yourself. So you really want to catch yourself and question where that belief is coming from. Why you believe you're not good enough. Why you believe you're not worthy. Why you believe you're not beautiful. Why you believe that you can't do X, Y, and Z and kind of figure out where that stems from, unpack that and then reframe that mindset and remember that your thoughts are not you, right? So you don't have to take them for fact because they're not fact and just keep that in mind when you're talking to yourself. It's really important now to talk to yourself like you would your best friend. And then next, I really think it's important to, during this time, 
find ways to ground your energy, okay? Because Taurus energy is very grounding. It's very stable. It's very like, it's it's peaceful. So do things that allow you to ground your energy, whether it is spending time in nature, gardening, adding beauty to your home as well, because Taurus is like beautiful energy. So any way that you can add beauty to your everyday life, any way that you can focus on showing up for your physical self. Now I know Taurus doesn't actually revolve around physical beauty or anything like that, but Taurus does rule over Venus. So again, just like showing up for yourself and adding beauty to your day-to-day routine, your day-to-day life, dressing up and making yourself feel good, wearing clothes that feel good to you, that look good to you. You know, if you want to do your hair, makeup, go for it, whatever makes you feel good. And again, tapping into your senses, right? Doing things that tap into your senses, whether that be cooking or lighting candles or adding essential oils or whatever it is, uh, wearing your favorite perfume, connecting to your sensual side, dancing and really tuning into your body, feeling your body, feeling the energy, listening to music that feels good, that sounds good. These are all things that are going to be really grounding and helpful at this time. And then of course, you can also do meditation. Meditation is very grounding. And then I also think it's really important to cultivate healthy relationships at this time and really set boundaries if you need to. So reflect on your relationships, reflect on how you can start showing up more in your relationships in a healthy way. Where do you need to set boundaries? Where are you draining your energy? Where do you need to ground your relationships a little bit more? How can you work on long-term goals within your relationships? Some of you may find that you're really focused on improving your finances during this time. So maybe you and a partner are talking about finances, setting budget, budget planning, finding security, and stability within your finances, setting common uh, financial goals with one another, and just in general focusing on budget planning and figuring out how you can call in more wealth and abundance at this time. Whether it's stepping out of your comfort zone and asking for a raise, or whether it's finding new opportunities to make money. We've been taught that You should have one job and just like one source of income. But most of the people out there who are billionaires, millionaires, whatever it may be, they don't just have one source of income. They have multiple streams of income coming in all the time. So figure out how maybe you can add more streams of income, right? Whether it's maybe starting something online or on social media or whether it's, you know, there's little side jobs that could even be fun for you. Think about what your hobby is, what you're really good at. Are you good at art? Because art during this time is also really great, like connecting with the arts and you know, playing around with art, painting, coloring, whatever it may be. But there are so many ways that you can make money in today's world and it is insane but it does take commitment it takes responsibility it takes learning and it takes trial and error to be honest and if you're okay with just your one source of income that's also totally fine everybody has their own path and if that's comfortable for you then perfect keep that keep going But yeah, this energy is also really great for bringing in more comfort to your everyday life. 
in adding comfort to your everyday life. Maybe making your space more comfortable, making your environment more comfortable, creating better day-to-day routines, adding things to your day-to-day routine that bring you more comfort, that connect you to your sensuality, that add beauty, whatever it may be, that's really important at this time. So now I just have a few reflective journal prompts for you before I jump into uh, the additional astrology for you. One, do I feel secure within myself? If not, how can I bring in more inner security? Two, how can I work on bringing more security and stability into my life and what areas of my life do I need to bring more security and stability? Number three, what are my values and what values do I have that no longer align? Number four, What are my long-term goals and what habits can I implement daily to help me achieve these goals? Five, how can I improve my finances? Six, what are my current money mindsets and how can I reframe any lack money mindset mentalities? And lastly, we have what are some ways I can practice grounding my energy more? Okay, so those are some journal prompts for you. And now with the new moon in Taurus, this is wonderful energy because like I said, we have the North Node. We also have Jupiter in Taurus at this time when the new moon is happening. So this is great energy to start something new that can bring long-term, honestly, success, abundance, growth, whatever it may be. Whatever you start under this new moon, I feel as if it has wonderful energy to grow, to flourish, to bring in abundance. So figure out what it is you have always wanted to start, but maybe you've been so afraid to start. Maybe this is the time to do so. Maybe this is the time for you to start. But what you also want to be mindful of as well is that Taurus energy can be very stubborn and it can be very stuck in its ways. So the one thing that will probably hold you back is the fear of change. And if you do not embrace the fact that change is a good thing, then you will stay stuck. And it's really important to assess your life and figure out where change may need to take place. Where have you felt stagnant for so long? Where have you felt stuck in similar patterns that keep repeating? And how are you contributing to keeping these patterns repeating? Are you holding on to someone who no longer aligns? Are you continuing habits that aren't good for you? Where do you need to make change? Because this could be the new moon that you initiate those changes, those small steps towards a new direction. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each rising sign to kind of talk about what area of your life is being impacted the most by these transits, starting with Aries risings, okay? So with Aries risings, this Jupiter transit, this new moon transit, all of the planets that I was talking about before in the sign of Taurus, this is happening in your second house of finances, values, possessions. So this energy is really supporting you right now when it comes to finding security and building stability financially. If you're wanting changes to your finances, if you want to expand on your finances, if you want to start something new financially, maybe a new source of income, maybe you're figuring out that you have new values, you're valuing things differently. 
if you want to create a new budget plan, now is the time to really embrace a new financial reality. And also, it's really important for you to find security and stability within as well, working on self-worth, working on remembering your worth, valuing yourself more, pricing your services more if you have been underselling yourself. Then we have Taurus Risings. This is all about finding confidence and security within your physical self. All of this energy is happening in your first house, your first house of self and how you appear to other people, your physical expression, so to speak. Maybe now you're wanting to embrace a new way of showing up in the world, whether that be a new wardrobe, whether that be changing up your hair or taking better care of your physical appearance, whatever it may be. And this is also about finding confidence, being confident in who you are and really appearing more confidently, more optimistic. But you want to just be mindful of being too egotistical at this time as well, okay? So there's a difference between confidence and just outright bragging and boasting. So just keep that in mind. Be mindful of your ego. But ultimately, this is a great time for you to gain more self-confidence, to gain a lot through personal growth, self-awareness, self-improvement, things like that that. And also in general, I feel like people are just going to be so attracted to your energy at this time. The attention is on you. And then we have Gemini Risings. So this is really a time for you to figure out new ways that you can connect with your spirituality and improving your mental health. For Gemini Risings, this is happening in your 12th house, okay? So things that were unseen may come to the surface. You may become a lot more aware of your subconscious thoughts. This can bring in a lot of self-awareness, but also it can be great energy for spirituality, your spiritual practices. If some of you have been wanting a spiritual business, then maybe now is the time to start and go after that and really expand on that. A lot of expansion when it comes to the creative art as well is something that I could see now and improving your mental health. But you also want to just be mindful of possibly overindulging in addiction, bad habits, escapism. So be mindful of that. Make sure you're setting energetic boundaries and instead use this opportunity as a way to let go of addictions and start new and, you know, have a clearer mindset and refresh your mental health. Seek out mental health professionals if that's something you know you have been needing to do. For Cancer Risings, this is all about finding security through friendships and through communities of like-minded people. Some of you could be creating new friendships. You could be meeting new people. Your social life is going to be most likely heightened at this time. You're expanding socially. You're networking more. This is a great time to network with other people if you're wanting to grow an online business, if you're wanting to grow a business in general. Network with people. Meet new people. Put yourself out there. If you want to start something new online, an online social media business, whatever it may be, I think this is great energy for you to do so. If you have been wanting to join a new community, start your own community. Again, I think this is great energy for that. And you could also start something new online that could bring in financial opportunities. And then for Leo Risings, this is happening in your 10th house of career, public recognition, responsibility, parents. So 
this is really great energy if you want to start a new career. If you want to go after a new career, start a new career, grow an existing career, ask for a raise, gain financial opportunities through a career, find more security and stability within your career, work on your long-term career goals. And for some of you, you could literally be gaining a lot of public recognition during this time. So you may even find that some people who are Leo Risings are now finding fame and success during these transits. For Virgo Risings, this is happening in your ninth house, ninth house of foreign travel, of travel, of higher education, of religion, philosophy, things like that. So a lot of you could be planning trips, traveling during this time, long-term travel opportunities, traveling abroad, learning something new. You could be going back to school. You could be taking a course. You could be receiving a lot of like downloads from the spiritual realms. Higher learning could be happening now. Philosophy, all of those topics. You could be teaching during this time or you could be meeting a mentor, a guide, a spiritual mentor of some sort as well, or this could be you. Ultimately, I also feel that if you're starting something new related to travel, education, philosophy, religion, teaching, that this could bring in a prosperous abundance further down the line for you. And I also feel like a lot of you are going to be feeling a lot more optimistic as well during this time, but it's also really important to remember to be open-minded, to look at different perspectives, and to not push your beliefs onto other people. And then we have Libra Risings. So for Libra Risings, you are welcoming in a new version of self. You're really embracing a rebirth of self, a new investment opportunity possibly. Maybe your investments are gonna be paying off. You're gonna have a fresh start in your intimate life, figuring out what is worth your time and money and investing that accordingly. If you've been wanting to start pursuing a path related to like esoteric topics or the occult knowledge or psychology, now is the time to do so. Some of you could be receiving some inheritance during this time or matters related to like death and transformation, rebirth, that is all going to be seen during this time. For Scorpio Risings, this is a beautiful new beginning in your relationships, finding more stability and security within your relationships, a new level of commitment within a relationship, finding new ways to bring in abundance with a partner, maybe signing on new clients, signing a contract of some sort, dealing with business partnerships. Ultimately, when it comes to your relationships, you're growing, you're expanding, you're learning. You could even be traveling with a partner during this time. But I will say that there is this energy of wanting more freedom within your relationships as well. So just be mindful of that and to remember that, you know, finding balance between commitment and freedom is important during this time. Then we have Sagittarius Risings. So this is happening in your sixth house of routines, health, wellness, um, your work environment, coworkers. So you're finding a new start in your health, starting something new in regards to health and wellness, a new routine, finding more stability within your routine and your work environment, adding things to your day-to-day life that bring you more comfort. Possibly for some of you, it could be a new career opportunity of some sort, especially if it is related to like, let's say travel, philosophy, higher learning, education, 
or your belief system in some way. But I feel like you're going to be feeling a lot more optimistic when it comes to your work environment, when it comes to your relationships with coworkers, and when it comes to your health and your day-to-day routines. Some of you also could start a business related to health, like health coaching or nutrition, nutritionist, nursing, things like that. If you have been wanting to start a path in that direction, I feel like that could be really prosperous for you during this time. For Capricorn Risings, this is happening in your fifth house. So this is bringing in new creative projects, starting a creative project that brings in abundance. Some of you could be conceiving a child. Some of you could be giving birth to a child. You're having a fresh start with children. If you have any children, you could be feeling a lot more optimistic, traveling with your children, teaching your children, learning from your children during this time. You're also wanting to create a more stable and secure connection with children or with your romantic partner. Some of you are experiencing new dating opportunities, having a lot more fun, doing things that connect you with your inner child and your creative self-expression, not being afraid to embrace the spotlight, to have the attention be on you, to express yourself more. For Aquarius Risings, this is happening in your home and family. So this could bring in a new home. It could bring in beauty into your home, beautifying your home, adding beauty and comfort into your living environment, refreshing and cleaning your space, gardening, doing tasks around the house, homemaking. You could be, you know, adding new family members or experiencing a new fresh start with your family, finding what brings you security in the home and family and finding a lot more stability emotionally. Some of you also could be doing home improvement projects during this time. And then for Pisces Risings, we have new opportunities to communicate more clearly, possibly writing or speaking opportunities, really growing when it comes to a social media presence. If you're on social media, you could also be finding that you're day-to-day life is a lot more hectic and you're doing a lot more, your mind is kind of energetic at this time and you may feel a little bit restless. Some of you could have a new way of transportation, so maybe that's a new car for some of you. Finding stability and security within your connection to siblings and relatives and also learning and researching topics that you feel like you can make more money in or just researching and learning things that are interesting to you. So yeah, that is kind of just the breakdown of what is happening over the next month or so. And Jupiter is going to be in Taurus for the next year. So Jupiter is really expanding all of this for you over the next year. So whatever house Taurus rules, which I just went over with the rising sign, that is the area of your life you can expect the most growth, blessings, and opportunities within the next year. But take advantage of this new moon in Taurus. I mean it like this is great opportunity to start something new, to start fresh, to welcome in a new perspective, a new mindset new opportunities. Don't let it go to waste, okay? So that is the message that I have for you guys today. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, please leave a review. It means the world to me. It helps me out so, so much. And I really hope you have a wonderful week. I'm sending you so much love. Until next time. (laughs) 